We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. I, of course, am live here from San Antonio, Texas at the 2024 All-American Bowl featuring four Notre Dame signees in the 2024 recruiting class. That being on the east side, we have Mr. Bryce Young out of Charlotte Christian in the state of North Carolina, son of obviously former Notre Dame great and NFL Hall of Famer, Bryant Young. We have Mr. Keatron Young, who is a star running back out of Lufkin, Texas. 5'11", 217-pound dynamite runner. On the west side, Cam Williams, star wide receiver out of Glenbard South in Glen Ellen, Illinois, as well as All-American linebacker out of St. John Bosco in Bellflower, California, Kingston, Viliamo, Asa. If you have missed any of my previous two days of analysis, make sure you go back on the YouTube channel. You can also go to or irishbreakdown.com or irishbreakdown.com. There's some free content over there as well. You'll be able to tell how Kingston's been doing, how Cam's been doing, how Keedron's been running, how Bryce Young has been standing out because it has been a very good week so far for Notre Dame commits and signees. I should be, stop saying commits. They are signees now in the 2024 class down in San Antonio. So let's talk day three because, again, if you were locked into irishbreakdown.com, you would know that this information is already out there. I already did a practice report for today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at virginia.org. But regardless, I'm here to give you all the content you need. And if anybody hasn't heard this until now, here we go. So today, Thursday, there is only one more day of practice because the game is going to be played on Saturday. There's only one more day of practice on Friday. So Friday is typically used, and that's um, what it is going to be tomorrow, is a walkthrough day. The teams are going to walk through offense, defense, special teams, make sure everybody understands their assignments, their alignments, and you know who is on each and every team, right? First, second team, offensively, defensively, starting specialists. They're going to do that. So what makes Thursday so important is that it is the last real day of practice, which means usually get the last sights of some one-on-ones, some teamwork from from a little bit of more of a physical perspective, some group work, inside run, outside run. You get a little more of that taste of what a real competitive practice is going to look like because it, it's going to be tampered down tomorrow, right? You're going to make sure that guys, nobody's going to, I guarantee everybody's in helmets tomorrow, and I guarantee that they're just kind of walking through everything, and it's going to be a very slow-paced day on Friday. Thursday, Funny enough, and I'll start here because it's not going to take long to talk about the East squad who was at Trinity University today. So the East squad is apparently very ready for the game because they kind of did a little bit of a walkthrough today for the most part. I would call it a half walkthrough, half install, just kind of keeping the body body ready, which makes sense because if you flash back to the first day of practice, the West team came out a little bit slower. They were more focused on, you know, getting everybody prepared and aligned and just kind of acclimated to everything that the team's doing scheme-wise. The East came out, and they were doing one-on-ones first day. They were hitting a little bit more. They were in shell. So no surprise that the East side has kind of tampered down the last couple days more than the West because the West was a whole lot more physical and a lot more of a kind of an active practice in at the Alamo Dome today. So not too much that you can gain from the West side overall. I mean, I'll, I'll say this because I spent, mo- I'm sorry, for the East side at Trinity University. I will say this, though. This was a day that was dedicated uh, for the East perspective for me to kind of talk to a bunch of people around because I, I like to think that I have a very good opinion on what my eyes are seeing. I like to think that I do very well with this, I, you know, the evaluation process of things. But it's still nice to get varying opinions. So I, I've talked to some people at all the major recruiting platforms, people that I respect in the business, people that have no affiliation with Notre Dame football, obviously, and just getting their opinion. Like, what do they think of some of the players that they've been able to see over the last couple of days? And just kind of just some quick notes that I kind of threw in there is, one, let's start with Bryce Young. There is some thought that on either side, there might not be a more high upside defensive lineman that is in San Antonio, Texas than Bryce Young. And people are raving, and I've raved already as well, about the frame that he has. I mean, at six foot five and a half, 240 plus pounds, the length that he has, 
this kid's going to be at least, if he sticks at defensive end, he's going to be at least 265, 270 pounds, in my opinion. Like his frame is going to hold that easily as a strong side defensive end. I still think there's a reality that he might gain enough weight or he might be a three tech down the line. I, I believe that his body can take that. But the cool part is, and I had one person tell me specifically that he is going to be able to gain a lot of weight, but you can tell based upon how his body's built that he's going to be able to keep his athleticism because that is what it really pops on field right now in team and in group. It's still a work in progress at times because there's still technical work that needs to do with Bryce. Like there, there, there is, but when you see the bag drills, when you see him bending, when you see him being able to work that outside track, it's pretty special, man. I had one person that legitimately said, there is no more impressive defensive lineman here in drills than Bryce Young because he moves incredibly well for his size and he looks the part. So Bryce had a very good first day, really good second day, and there's not much to grade as far as Wednesday. I mean, overall, I would just say that he's had a very strong week down here at the All-American Bowl. And obviously he didn't do anything to hurt himself today. He still looks the part. He's still long. He's still strong. He's still explosive everything that you want in a defensive end. So Bryce Young has been very, he's been impressing people (laughs) to say the least this week. He has definitely been turning some heads. Running back Kedron Young, who was listed by Notre Dame on national signing day at 5'11", 225 pounds. I had talked yesterday that I had talked to Kedron just about the weight and he actually lost eight pounds before the event started. So he's down to 217 pounds. And honestly, guys, at 217 pounds, he looks if he would have told me that he was down to 208, 210, I would have believed him. And and I think you really, I can really see it more today because he's obviously been in pads the last couple of days. So it's a little hard to tell at times, right? And, you know, what the weight actually is. But I saw him today, you know, just kind of in his jersey, just with his helmet on. And man, I think legitimately he could be about 230, 235 pounds and not sacrifice any athleticism. He has a tremendous frame. He's got a thick lower half, but he has room to grow, man. Like he is wearing a very comfortable 217 pounds. So if you're able to put a little bit more weight on him, I don't think you're going to compromise athleticism. I think he's going to remain explosive and quick. And as long as he (laughs) keeps the vision, which is great, by the way, I think he's going to be really good. So he's a part of a three-man running back group on the east side of James Peoples that's going to Ohio State and Chauncey Bowens that's going to Georgia. He is in all their leagues, <laughs> on both sides of the ball as well, because there's some good running backs here in San Antonio, and Kedron Young just physically is up there with anybody in this class, and especially here in San Antonio. So, and that includes Nigel Frazier, who's going to or Nathan Frazier, who's going to Georgia out of modern day. There's a lot of really good running backs this week, and I think that for me, Kedron Young has been just about as impressive as anybody. So on the west side, so they were in the Alamo Dome. So kind of how this worked is I watched a little bit. I went to the East practice first, watch a little bit. Again, they weren't doing enough a ton. So I just wanted to kind of talk to some people, get their opinions. And then I went over the Alamo Dome because I heard that they were doing a little bit more from a physical perspective. So they were in helmets. They were in, they were in shoulder pads. So we would call this uppers. Some people call it shells, whatever. Like they were, you know, in their uppers. And so unfortunately, and, and quick note here, and I'm not going to go too in depth on this. You know, the information will come out when it comes out, guys. Like I, I just leave it as far as that. 
Cam Williams was not able to participate in practice today. He missed the second practice yesterday. He was in the practice report yesterday. Had a great first practice yesterday. Was not able to participate in the second. Was not able to participate in the day, uh, today. I've had multiple people ask me this, so I just kind of want to put it out like this. Is he going to play on Saturday? I'd be very shocked if Cam Williams plays on, on Saturday. Long term, I think everything will be fine. Everything's good. It's just, un- unfortunately, he's dealing with a little bit of something right now, which happens, right? It's the sport of football. So I wouldn't expect Cam Williams on the field on Saturday, but that doesn't mean you can't be excited because especially I, I, because I talked about this two days ago. On Tuesday, it was a torrential downpour. And despite that, you still saw Cam get wide open multiple times. Like, he was uncoverable. Tuesday, the first practice, he was really in his bag early. Like, he was doing a lot of great things. It's unfortunate that he's not able to obviously continue the rest of the week. But I saw everything that I needed to see from Cam Williams for me to feel really good about how what he's going to be at Notre Dame. And long-term, he is going to be an absolute stud. And I think that you should expect him in 2024 to crack the rotation to be a key player at times. Like I think that he's talented enough to make that type of jump. So Cam Williams, unfortunately not able to you know continue the week at the all America bowl. And I would be very surprised if he plays in the game, but he did a lot of good things before he was obviously derailed. The guy I want to spend the most time on. I have not only him talked about in the practice report, but I also have a, I have a more in-depth piece on him. And obviously that is Kingston Villiamo Asa out of St. John Bosco. It's almost been like a business trip <laughs> for Kingston. And I was talking to him about this today and I actually have an interview coming out with him because I got a chance to speak with him after practice for a couple of minutes. And I remember meeting him for the first time, actually this time last year, he was at the all American Bowl. He was here with Peyton Woodyard, who obviously at, at that time he was an Notre Dame target, but he had committed to Georgia during the all American Bowl as a junior. I mean, now he's going to Alabama, obviously. and it, But it was really cool because he was there, Peyton was there, and they were both on the field today on the same team, which I thought was just it, – it's kind of like a full circle thing. Like, it, it's just really neat to see those types of stories. And I, I don't know, man. Like, there's just something different about Kingston from a maturity level perspective. Like, I haven't personally – and I've only been doing this for two years talking to, to high school recruits, obviously, on this extended basis – but I just – Kingston reminds me of a kid that is getting ready for the NFL draft. Uh, he has just this calm demeanor. He has all the answers. And it's not fake either. Like, it's authentic. I mean, for, from the first onset there. And and you see that in everything he does. He's just laser-focused, man. And I said this on Monday, and it has come to fruition – I thought that Kingston, based upon what I had seen on the first day, and that was from a player's gravitating towards him perspective, from a coach's trusting him perspective very early on in this week, I thought he was going to become a main communicator for the, the West squad. And boy, has that happened. I mean, that's exactly what has happened today. Anytime there was a first-team defense on the field, whether that was seven-on-seven, seven, whether that was group, whether that was team, whether that was inside run, whatever, one, Kingston was out there. Two, Kingston was the middle linebacker three information funneled through him. He was able to get, help get guys aligned and bark out signals and strength calls and all those types of things. So from a maturity perspective, from a command perspective, special player, man, he really is. But the thing that makes Kingston stand out, because I can sit here and laud everything that he does well from a physical perspective. He is six, two plus 
He is 230 pounds. He is decisive, quick, and he really gets to top speed very quickly. So his acceleration is really good as well. But the thing that makes him special, and it's been evident all week, he sees the game at such an advanced level. There were three to four plays in the run game today where literally he beat offensive linemen to the spots on their particular blocks, but he seemed to be moving before the play even began without motion either, too. Like there were not like quick indications of like, hey, the ball's getting run here. Kingston is just a such a proactive football player, man. He sees the game so well. And passing game-wise, just he's never he hasn't been challenged in three days. You know why? Because he's just always in the right spots. He re- just is. So the last couple days, I have been talking about, I, and I, I've said this and I believe it, I think Kingston William Wallace is going to start multiple games at Notre Dame as a true freshman. I, I, I just do, at linebacker. And everything I've seen this week, including his performance on Thursday, is backing that up, man. Some linebackers are incredibly athletic, incredibly twitched up, just stupid athletes, right? And then there's others that are very heady, incredibly instinctive, and win that way. There's rarely ever guys that have both. That's when special happens. And I think Drake Bowen had a little bit of this last year, but I think that Kingston has this in like in volume. He is, again, tall, pretty long, explosive. I think he's a lot faster than people are going to give him credit for. He's a good athlete, man, just overall. But he is a great football player. And he's a great football player because he knows what you're trying to do to him before you initiate that plan. He knows. And he did that today. Did a little bit of thud. He had, again, one play front side where he was had to sift through trash, take on a block, got off the block, made a tackle for loss, working to the sideline. There was a play where they had run, it seemed like kind of like an inside zone away from him. So he was playing Mike, so they ran it to the weak side. And he saw it, flowed to it, and made a great play in pursuit. He also, the last play of the, of the practice today, they were doing field goal. And... I heard a safety. I think it was it might have been Peyton Woodyard. Don't quote me on that, though. It was definitely a safety, though. Someone on the back end said, go, do it, or do it, something like that, right? Like, go. I'm like, who, who is he talking about? Kingston was playing linebacker in the middle. He ran up to the line on the snap, jumped over the snapper. It, it, was, a, it was a fire call. They didn't kick the field goal. And Kingston nearly had the sack ranging to his left. Like It was just absurd because I think that we talk about Kingston Villamuasa as this great instinctual football player all the time, but we don't ever talk about his athleticism. And I'm watching him this year, and I'm just like, guys, this kid is an athlete, man. Like He's not just winning off of instincts. He's winning off of instincts combined with being a really impressive athlete at the linebacker position. Kingston Villamuasa is special. I think he kept it off today, barring some crazy setback during a walkthrough tomorrow. I think he's one of the biggest winners of the week, man. He is elite football player, five-star on rivals. I think he deserves a five to be a five-star everywhere. He's been that good this week, in my opinion. Want to thank you all. Before you go, if you could just hit the like button for me, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to me on any of your favorite podcast platforms, five-star reviews are always very much appreciated. Thank you all so much for for hopefully enjoying the coverage this week i'll have obviously friday coverage and saturday for the 2024 all-american ball but for now signing off here on the irish breakdown podcast
Thank you.